Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, October 11, 2019, you are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. More than 225 Democratic members of the House of Representatives now say they'll support impeachment proceedings against President Trump. The uptick largely a reaction to Mr. Trump's July phone conversation with the leader of Ukraine. Despite the White House's release of the transcripts of that call, Speaker Pelosi, Congressman Gerald Nadler, and Adam Schiff are moving forward on the impeachment inquiry. In response, the White House sent a letter to Ms. Pelosi vowing to block her impeachment probe, calling the move, quote, illegitimate and constitutionally invalid. The memo comes hours after Secretary of State Pompeo blocked the U.S. ambassador to the European Union from appearing before Congress. So far, President Trump has signaled he has no intention of cooperating with the impeachment inquiry in the same way that he went along with the Mueller probe. He did cooperate there. But Mr. Trump has repeatedly called his conversation with the leader of Ukraine perfect, an effort to root out corruption during the 2016 election where Ukraine is suspected of chicanery. In a series of tweets, the president labeled Democrats, quote, con artists only looking to hurt the Republican Party and the president. The good news is that we will win, unquote. For some historical perspective, just two U.S. presidents have been impeached by the House. Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton, neither were convicted in the Senate. If Democrats vote to impeach Donald Trump, here's what will happen. A simple majority in the House is needed to impeach a sitting president. Then, if the articles of impeachment are passed, a trial is held in the Senate, presided over by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts. A two-thirds majority of senators must vote to convict the president of his alleged crimes, which so far have not really been defined. Obstruction, abuse of power, what is it that President Trump did? Whatever happens in the House, it's highly unlikely 66 senators, of which 53 are Republicans, would vote to remove Donald Trump for his phone conversation with the leader of Ukraine. So, there's your recap. You don't have to think about it over the weekend, which is probably a good thing. Coming up, my message of the day. The radical left wants to ban prisons. Back after this. Bill O'Reilly here with an important message. If you're a listener to this program, you may know how much I love dogs. Today, let's talk about something I care about very much. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA, and these animals need your help. This is why I have partnered up with Delta Rescue the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. Delta Animal Sanctuary is a -a one-of-a-kind rescue operation because they care for the animals for life. They're staffed by specially trained attendants who look after the animals, providing them with water, treats, toys, and affection. For more information on Delta's tax-saving estate planning vehicles, please go to the website deltarescue.org slash bill. It lays out all you need to know about growing your estate through tax savings, which can help you build the size of your estate while letting your compassion for animals live well on into the future. Donate online today at deltarescue.org slash bill. That's deltarescue.org slash bill. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez strikes again. Now she wants to do away with prisons. She tweets, quote, Mass incarceration is our American reality. It is a system whose logic evolved from the same lineage as Jim Crow, American apartheid, and slavery. To end it, we have to change. That means we need to have a real conversation about decarceration and prison abolition in this country, unquote. The Congresswoman continues, I know the term prison abolition is breaking some people's brains. The right is already freaking out. Yet the U.S. incarcerates more than anywhere in the world. We have more than enough room to close many of our prisons and explore just alternatives to incarceration. People tend to say, what do you do with all the violent people? as a defense for incarcerating millions. Well, our lawmaking process means we come to solutions together. Well, that's not going to happen, Congresswoman, but let's look at the facts. Total incarceration rate, 716 per 100,000 people. That means there are 2.3 million in local, state, and federal prisons. Federal prisons hold the least amount, 221,000. Local jails, 600,000. Most inmates in local situations are not convicted, meaning they're incarcerated for a short period of time awaiting trial, overnight intoxication like that. In the state-run prisons, there are 1.3 million people. And here's a breakdown. 700,000 of the 1.3 in state prisons have been convicted of murder, rape, robbery, assault, and manslaughter. These are dangerous people. Number two is property crime. Theft, burglary, fraud, 235,000 inmates. Drug crimes, 200,000 on drug distribution mainly. Those are pushers selling heroin, fentanyl, crack, methamphetamine, dangerous drugs. Public order crimes like weapons charges, DUI, that kind of thing, 100,000. Now, the congresswoman's logic is loopy, to say the least. We can't have hundreds of thousands of violent people engaging in conversations about their horrible crimes. If you kill or rape or maim, you need to spend time behind bars, out of society, in order to protect Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. Look at the city of San Francisco. The government there has stopped enforcing the law on what they call minor crimes, breaking into a car with a brick, stealing stuff, selling narcotics on the streets, using narcotics in front of children. And what does San Francisco have? Total anarchy. So, Congresswoman... This is insane, period. And that's the message. Please check out my latest book, The United States of Trump. We posted an excerpt on BillOReilly.com. I think you'll like it. Up next, something you might not know. Millions of Americans have been diagnosed with cancer or a serious illness, if you are one of them. And money is a problem. You're not alone. 
It's simple. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage for free to see if you qualify for cash now when you need it the most. Be ready to take down this number. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more and you are living with a serious illness, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage free to see if you qualify for cash now. So write this number down, 1-888-GUIDE-50. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that life policy into cash. The number again, 1-888-GUIDE-50. 1-888-484-3350. 1-888-GUIDE-50. Call now. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. According to a recent Gallup poll, the percentage of Americans affiliated with a church currently stands at 50%. That's down 20 points since the year 2000. The decline of church going coincides with the rise of atheism, or those claiming to be nothing in particular, agnostics. In total, nonbelievers now comprise about 20% of the American population. The largest demographic in that group? Younger Americans. Studies show roughly one-third of millennials are unlikely to officially join a church, attend services, or identify with any religious group. The highest number for any American generation in history. Despite the empty pews, we're still a relatively godly nation, with 80% of Americans saying they do believe in a higher power. The most devout flocks in the USA are Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, and Evangelical Protestants. According to research, the most pious states in the country are Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee. More than three-quarters of those populations identify as highly religious. The least religious, Vermont and Massachusetts. So why the exit is from our churches? The simple answer scandals. Gallup reports Americans' confidence in organized religion plummeted after the Catholic Church scandal that has permeated our country since 2002. Today, only 36% of Americans believe the church is looking out for the folks. Since the scandal, those who report no religious preference has more than doubled. But here's something you might not know. Surveys show 30% of Americans have very little or no confidence in organized religion. That's up 10 points in the last decade. That number may be at a historical low for religious, but it's not the bottom of Gallup's list. That would be the United States Congress. Nearly 50% of us have zero faith in our federal lawmakers a number increasing every single year or maybe every single day. Back after this. It's an uncertain world out there, you know that. Disaster can strike at any time. So you need to be prepared to protect yourself and your family. One way to do that is with freeze-dried food. It tastes good, it's healthy, can be stored for 25 years. That's why I'm happy to tell you about a company I recommend, Wise Foods. I have experience with them myself. During Superstorm Sandy, I lost power for seven days, all 
of my refrigerated food done. But my food supply from Wise Foods was as fresh as the day I received it. Visit Wise Food Storage, one word, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, and explore their starter kits and long-term emergency food options. They are even offering free shipping, plus a big discount of 25% off for my listeners. So please go to wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, wisefoodstorage.com slash bill, or you can call 855-269-0501. That's 855-269-0501. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.